Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another Tree Dog Tuesday, and I apologize. We got a short one for you, but there is a good reason for it. We have a lot in store for both the Fuel by Joy Working Dog Podcast and all of our other ventures, such as Canestream Media, the Elite Handler Series, and the Super Hunt, all three of which... I will discuss right after this break. Fuel your dog with power. Fuel them with strength. Fuel them with Joy Super Meal 3020. Joy Super Meal is made for the hardest working dogs. With a colossal 510 kcals per cup, magnesium for muscle repair, and pumpkin for digestive health. This formula is made specifically for gaining muscle mass and added endurance. Our Super Meal 3020 is also great for breeders and offers mothers extra calcium and magnesium to assist with whelping. For dogs that work just as hard as you do, make sure to fuel them with the best. Fuel them with Joy Super Meal 3020. To learn more about Joy Super Meal 3020 or to find a dealer near you, visit joydogfood.com or give us a call at 800-245-4125. All right. Folks, thanks for sticking with us. It's another Tree Dog Tuesday, and I'm going to start off this abbreviated abbreviated episode, and I do apologize. Um, I've kind of been lacking in the podcast coverage as of late, but as a lot of folks know, and some folks don't, uh, we have been swamped here at Joy Dog Food, as well as Canestream Media, and it's been a busy few weeks. And so we're struggling to get content because I can only be in so many places at a time and I don't trust anybody else to do it (laughs) and I'm kind of hard to work with and for as everybody in the office could probably attest. And so here we are. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to talk about, first of all, the Super Hunt. Um, If you guys have not watched the 2022 Super Hunt, go to Joy Dog Foods YouTube channel right now. Search Super Hunt. You'll see it. It is the true world hunt. It is the three best dogs of that calendar year going against each other in a cast with a non-hunting judge in the south with leaves off. It is everything everybody in the coon hunting world has ever wanted to see. We answer who is the best dog of that year. And, you know, it went great last year. Uh, we had a wonderful time. We had three great contestants. And I think the true world champion is crowned at the Super Hunt. And this year will be no different. Uh, we have Snooky's Cookie, Cody Davenport, or Cody Carter and Justin Davenport. Uh, we have Tank, Brad Mitchell, Joey Craver. And we have Lady, John Strickland, Randy Smith, Judas Bowling, and all the people that uh, Josh Sizemore, all the people that helped that dog along. And they're the three best dogs in the three main w- categories of competition coonhounds. And that is the PKC World Champion, the UKC World Champion, and the Pro Sport Dog of the Year. And they're going to go at it 
for 120 minutes in South Texas with the cameras rolling, and it's going to be glorious. Uh, we've had Joey on the podcast. We will have Cody and Justin as well. Uh, we will have John and whoever we can get to join him before we go down there. But that is going to be held um, in February. Uh, we will not announce the date yet, but it's coming. So stay tuned because it's a big deal. The winner gets $5,000. There is no entry fee. Everybody gets all expenses paid by Joy Dog Food to even get to South Texas. All their lodging, fuel, food, you name it, Joy covers it. And we do this not as a reward to them as much as we do a reward for you guys. And that event will be televised on Canestream Media. And so uh, look that up. What is Canestream Media, you might ask? Well, that is the new media company launched by myself and Mr. Wade Grashwitz that will be covering as many working dog events as possible. Um, not just coonhounds, but squirrel dogs, beagles, retrievers. We have a five-year vision for this thing, and we think it's going to be huge. And uh, we need your support for that. We also have fantastic sponsors. Uh, Razor Hunting Gear. Conkey's Hunting Supply, Elite Nutrition, and of course, Joy Dog Food. Also, Full Cry, Tier 1 Custom Calls. Lots of good folks behind us in this, and we need them just as much as we need you guys. Uh, you've heard me on podcasts here lately. Um, I just want to mainstream this thing. I want to bring hound hunting to the forefront, and this is how we're going to do it. And the Elite Handler series, which is covered by Canestream Media, is going to be a big part of that. And the Elite Handler series is head-to-head -head events between the best handlers in the country. And we're getting ready to air our first one here in a couple weeks, and I'm excited. Billy Bell versus Michael Ward, uh, the number 10 ranked handler versus the number 7 ranked handler, held in West Tennessee. It is going to be fantastic. So tune in for that as well. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. I know it's been uh, out of the norm. I know we're not, we're, we're having some repeat podcasts. You know, I'm playing some reruns. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot in the works. And you guys are going to like this stuff. Uh, it's going to be great for the sport as a whole. And for all our customers, listeners, consumers, you name it. So yeah, that's what's been going on. Uh, we have some great partners in this. Uh, we have also a long row to hoe, and we're going to need all hands on deck to make this work. So we appreciate all our listeners, and we hope that you guys transfer that to uh, all the ventures that we have coming up. So yeah, we're going to take one more quick break. I'm going to come back with a listener question, and uh, it's a good one. So you guys stay tuned. Are you putting on a youth hunt? Do you need a sponsor for your upcoming field trial? Joy Dog Food would love to help you out. Head over to our contact page on joydogfood.com and fill out the sponsorship application at the top of the page. Our marketing department will then reach out to you with more information on how you can receive your donation. 
We'll even help you advertise for the event. Applications must be submitted at least 60 days before the date of the event. So what are you waiting for? Head over to joydogfood.com or call 800-245-4125 today. All right. Now we've had a lot of questions sent in and I want to get to them all. And I know some of the some of you guys it's been months uh, since you've sent your question in and you have not heard it on air, but trust me, I've seen it. Uh, I've seen the question. I know that you sent it. Uh, we're not ignoring you. We have just not got to it yet, but we will. I save every single question that comes in to my Josh at Joy Dog Food inbox and I put it in a little folder and I mark the ones that we've read online or on the podcast and I mark the ones that are due to be read on the podcast. But this one was a near and dear one to my heart. This was sent in by Chase Johnson, um, regular listener, and he wrote in a good question. And personally, I have a terrible, terrible knack for not explaining myself. Um, Stacy can tell you the exact, <laughs> the, the truth on that too. She's seen it. Um, and that carries over to us not explaining exactly uh, start to finish, you know, what we do and, and how we do it. You know, I, I'm making videos where I want a million people to watch that just are talking about strike and tree my dog, and they don't even know what that means. And so we're working on that. We're trying to get better. But Chase had a good question. Um, what is some advice on starting a pup if you don't have any place for it to run loose and learn on its own. Okay. Um, my advice there is to first get a well-bred pup out of a quality ancestry. And I'm not talking about a dad that's pretty good and a mom that came from a good neighborhood. I'm talking do your research, um, contact breeders, hunters, people that have actually witnessed these dogs in the woods. Not just... Uh, the guy that's selling the pups. Uh, look up the pedigree. Find the owners of the dogs in the pedigree. Send them a Facebook message. Shoot them a text. Get a hold of them the best way you can. And make sure that dog is stacked with coon treaters. Okay? That's going to be the most important part. Um, 51%. Barely the most important part. But still very important. Uh, if that dog has a genetic disposition to run and tree coons, you can make more mistakes with it than a dog that has holes in its pedigree. And I'm a firm believer in stacking up coon treeers for multiple generations. There's no such thing as a brood female. There's no such thing as uh, his brother was good, so I'm going to breed him. Um, there's no such thing as I want to keep my line going, and even though this dog's subpar, I'm going to breed him anyway because he has blankety-blank-blank river behind him. Okay, that's... That's a terrible way to uh, have quality animals. So do your research first. Get you a pup with a coon tree or stacked in the pedigree. All right? And then you have the opportunity for that pup to learn on its own. It does not have to run loose. Uh, is running loose an advantage sometimes? You bet. But nowhere in this green earth in this United States of America, can you not find a place to free cast that pup? 
Now, sometimes it's a long drive. Sometimes it's a hassle. Sometimes it's after work and it's 6 p.m. and you just want to sit down and pour you a fine glass of bourbon and turn on the TV and relax. And you don't want to take a pup out, but you can do it. Uh, it can be done. I've seen it done even under some of the most difficult circumstances. All that puppy needs is exposure. He does not have to find that exposure on its own. As a matter of fact, I prefer him not to get that exposure on its own. Um, do my puppies run loose some? Yes, uh, under a very controlled environment and not for very long at a time. So um, you take Angel for existence, or for instance. Um, she just sold down to Heath Maycumber in Kansas. Very quality pup. Raised her from a baby. Um, I did not let her run loose on her own, ever. Uh, not from the time that she was big enough to get out of the yard and into the road. I never did. What I would do is load that pup up at least two or three times a week, take her to some woods, and turn her loose and walk around until she was old enough to go hunting with the old dog. Uh, if I did not have an old dog, uh, I would turn that pup loose until she was six, seven months old, and then I would start taking her out at night with a tracking collar, uh, try to find her an easy coon, try to find her something because her genetics are going to take over. And it only takes once. These dogs are super intelligent. Uh, if you imprint them with what you want them to do and you spend time with them, they will pick it up. Uh, will they be a truck winner? Uh, will they win, you know, $100,000 in their career? Maybe. Uh, odds are against you. But the odds of that dog being a serviceable animal that you can turn loose and tree game on a night-to-night -night consistent basis are pretty good. Uh, there's no there's no shortcut. There's no easy way to do it. Um, there are systems built by guys like me and others that are way better with pups than I am, I'm sure, that they found over the years that work. But that whole letting them run loose and wait until they start treeing stuff behind the house and going to get them is overrated in my opinion. Will you get some good ones out of that? You bet. But you're also going to let a lot of pups fall through the cracks. So my advice is that pup, if it's bred, bred well and you expose it to raccoons through effort, uh, it will learn to track and tree them. And when it tracks and trees them, you reward it. That's it. Um, I know it sounds uncomplicated, in some ways it is, but in a lot of ways it's the most difficult working dog breed to have, you know, at its peak. I've been around a bunch of them, and still, in my opinion, uh, a top-notch coonhound is the hardest dog to make. But also, a mediocre coon dog is not the hardest dog to make. And some people just want a serviceable coon dog, and that is great. We love those people just as much as we do Michael Ward out there last weekend or two weekends ago winning that truck. Um, we want everybody to enjoy the sport and the hounds, you know, the best way they know how. But yeah, you don't need to turn a pup loose and just leave it to his own devices. I, I'm, matter of fact, I'm anti turning a pup loose for very long and leaving it to his own devices. They need to be around their handler. They need to be around their owner. Um, they need some structure and they need some supervision because they're babies. And babies are going to do stuff that if you leave them unattended, 
are going to be bad and it's going to create bad habits and I'm I'm not for it. Um the best young dog I ever raised I raised in town. And I would drive him 10 miles out to our cabin and I'd turn him loose a few times a week and he was with me a lot and he was the best 1-year-old that I ever seen to this day. So yeah. Uh do I need a little advice when those dogs are five or six years old and I've already burned them up, you bet. But as far as starting pups, um, I do pretty well. I don't want to toot my own horn because there are guys that are even better than me, no doubt. But every dog that I raise for the last nine years, 10 years, which is probably 12 to 15 pups, uh, they've all ran and treat coons by themselves on a consistent basis. And uh, none of them have been left to just run loose. Not a single one of them. And some of them were really great. Uh, some of them were really common. But they were all coon treaters. And so if that's what you want, just spend time with the pup. Spend time with the pup outside. As it gets older, spend time with the pup in the dark and expose it to the game that you want it to tree, and you will be fine. If you want more details on that. Uh, we are getting ready to launch um, the process that I go with these pups on Canestream Media, on our YouTube channel. Just search Canestream Media, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, I have a seven-week-old puppy out here in the kennel right now that is uh, the fifth generation off Nocturnal Skipper. And Skipper, as you most folks know, was my brother's dog. Um off of Skipper came Skipper's Deuce, still one of my favorite dogs. Off of Skipper's Deuce came Skipper's Wipeout Duds, who was mine. And off of Duds came Skipper's Con Man, who was mine. And now we have Skipper's Ain't That a Shame. <laughs> He's a young pup. Uh, we're going to go through the process of what I do with him uh, as the journey goes along. Not something I've ever done before. But you guys can kind of see exactly uh, where we're going and what we're doing, and maybe that will help too. But if you have any other questions about anything like that, make sure and send them in to josh at joydogfood.com or josh at canestream.com, and I will be more than happy or more than happy to, to help somebody. And like I said, am I the best pup man in the world? Absolutely not. I'm sure there is better out there. Uh, but I do have a system that seems to work and seems to get pups started well and uh, be serviceable dogs for their entire life and, and coon treaters. And that's what we're all looking for uh, at the beginning. Uh, whether they can compete at the level that I want them to is different. But, uh, yeah, um, it works. And it's worked for me, and I hope it'll work for you. And there are other ways. I encourage anybody that's got a young dog to find somebody in your area that consistently has a good dog. Uh, those guys know what they're doing. There's a lot of them out there, more than we give credit to. And so uh, look those guys up, let them help you, and uh, keep on keeping on, I guess. <laughs> so, like I said, it's a short tree dog Tuesday. We do have some good stuff lined up. We do have the Super Hunt contestants lined up. We do have some fantastic stuff for you right here on the Field by Joy Working Dog podcast. And I promise, I promise <clears throat> 2024 will be better. 
2023 and 2025 likewise. Uh, we're going to continue to improve, bring you the best working dog coverage on the planet. And as you know, especially hounds, because that is where my heart lies. So thanks for listening. Remember to tune in. Working Dog Wednesday tomorrow. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my favorite holiday. And uh, I'm looking forward to it myself. So you guys enjoy all the holidays, especially Thanksgiving. And uh, we will see you next week. Come all you young rounders. And a story I'll tell. Of the promise of heaven. And the warning of hell. Take heed where you ramble Or too soon you will go Way up on the hillside Where the new flowers grow Early met in the springtime The sun sang low Two star-crossed lovers in the still melting snow Where the loving was easy And the courting was brief There they called her a beauty They called him a thief In the quiet of the evening They'd steal away where the laughter would flow And the fiddle would play Well, the folks called it wrong But hell, it seemed all right And the sun painted pictures And the day turned to night Come up on the hillside You'll bring the kisses, honey I'll bring the wine Keep your heart guarded Or too soon it'll fall When one walks back home, honey Only one knows it all Well, she walked up the hillside One day, and the heart is a hunter, always knows of its prey. And her father's old pistol hanging loose by her side. When she aimed once, she never shot twice. Well, the air was so still And the sky was so blue Before she could see them The laughter she knew She heard two shots ring out Down in the town There was three on the hillside 
only one headed down I was just a baby But I remember that day When I walked up the hillside Saw two mounds of clay I'll always remember And I'll never go Back up the hill where the new flowers grow Back up the hillside Where the new flowers